वी आर डूइंग श्रीमद भगवतम कैंटो इलेवन पार्ट टू चैप्टर ट्वेंटी नाइन भक्ति योगा दिस इज अ डायलॉग बिटवीन श्री कृष्णा एंड उद्धवा वी हैड डन टिल वर्स फोर्टी सो वी आर कंटिन्यूइंग फ्रॉम वर्स फोर्टी वन टू फोर्टी फोर एंड येस्टरडे आई हैड टोल्ड यू ऑल दैट आई एम गोइंग टू रीड द वर्स द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हैड सेड माई डियर उद्धवा टेक माई ऑर्डर एंड गो टू माई आश्रम कॉल बद्रिका Purify yourself by both touching and also bathing in the holy waters there, which is emanated from my lotus feet. Rid yourself of all the sinful reactions with the sight of the sacred Alaknanda River. Dress yourself in bark, and eat whatever is naturally available in the forest. Thus, you should remain content and free from desires, tolerant of all dualities. good-natured self-controlled peaceful and endowed with transcendental knowledge and realization with fixed attention meditate constantly upon these instructions i have imparted to you and assimilate their essence fix your words and thoughts upon me and also endeavor to increase your realization of my transcendental qualities in this way you will cross beyond the destinations of the three modes of nature and finally come back to me so these are combination of four verses so we will take them slowly slowly a portion by portion so i had introduced you to the first portion of it called when sri krishna says my dear uddhava take my order and go to my ashram called badrika so there are various ashrams across the himalayas so one of them is called badrika ashram so badrika ashram is a place where most of the yogis from the past did tapasya and there is a river which flows over there called alaknanda river alaknanda river is a tributary of the great ganga so where it emanates from that particular portion is a is a glacier in the himalayas and the river flows from there and it the waters are very very cold absolutely chilled and when you stay over there it's literally below freezing so you can imagine the kind of atmosphere that is there now badrika ashram is only open for a few months in the year it's not open throughout the year it is it's high up into the himalayas so krishna says to uddhava see now that you have understood everything you should go and do your sadhana what is the sadhana sadhana is the practice that is needed after the lessons are done see what happens is we are doing our lessons exactly the way we are supposed to that means we are reading from books and so on and so forth and there are explanations being given they are called exposition so one exposition is over whatever lesson that is taught we have to go and practice it so whether it is an explanation for say karma yoga we need to practice karma yoga in life if it is a lesson for pranayama so we have to practice pranayama human beings normally don't do any of these things because it is like you know one hour is given for this satsang and then after that it is a switch off then material world starts till the next week 
when everything begins all over again, one hour and then again shut off and then one hour and then. So, this is not the way how things are to be done. You have to practice it on a daily basis. Practice whatever that is being taught. And in this case, Sri Krishna is telling Uddhava, you got to practice all these things. And so, when you have to practice all these things, go to a place where everything is shut down. That means, there is nobody around over there. Hmm? There is peace and silence and it is a place which is, you know, having real time cold and so on and so forth. So, why does he say like that? See, understand one thing, these places are in remote parts of the world. In today's day and age, you will find that if you are sitting in Badrika Ashram, there will be over a hundred tourists coming and taking pictures of you. And imagine you having one long beard and all and sitting there with your, you know, one iPad over there. Just imagine like that. A modern yogi will be something like that. I still remember going to Kathmandu, okay, in that Shiva temple over there. And there were yogis, I mean, there were great Babaji's with long beards and all sitting with laptops. And uh, and they said, if you want a selfie with me, I will charge you 100 bucks. You see, a selfie with me is 100 bucks. So, even in Badrikashram, you can do some little business. So, <laughs> so, today's day and age, this is what it has come to. So, actually, in today, if I were to apply this to your life today, select a place in your house or in your apartments or wherever you are staying, shut yourself out from the rest of the world. Let no noise enter that place. Sit in a peaceful and a quiet location, just a peaceful place. And no distraction, shut off your phones, shut off all your connections with the outside world and let nobody disturb you. Maybe that is impossible. So, maybe you can do it in the middle of the night. Nobody says you can't. If you can stay awake for, uh, you know, having a call from your boss in the middle of the night, you can do this as well. So, why not try that? So, sit in one place. Now, he is talking about taking a bath in the Alaknanda river. Alaknanda river may not be there at home. You know, you are getting the municipal water. It is worse than any river. I mean, now the rivers also are like that. So, Alaknanda river may not be there, but a geyser water must be there, huh? right? Hot water must be there or cold water must be there. So, take a bath in that. Alright, and purify yourself with both touching and also bathing in the holy waters there. Purify yourself with touching. See, don't misinterpret these words, okay? It means purification, not all nonsense. Okay, so if you are doing, maybe you have some 20 bottles in front of you. Okay, one, <laughs> so one kind of shampoo, one kind of this, one kind of that. Okay, let me do. No, simple bath. Okay, no frivolities allowed. And clean yourself thoroughly from top to bottom. The idea is external purification is the first thing. Okay, and 
प्लीज ब्रश योर टीथ विद द मोस्ट डेंजरस टूथपेस्ट पॉसिबल इन द वर्ल्ड यू नो वाई बिकॉज योर माउथ इज डी सो क्लीन योर माउथ फर्स्ट टेक अ बाथ क्लीन योर बॉडी थरली नो पार्ट ऑफ द बॉडी यू शुड लीव अनक्लीन Again, everybody is a woman. Will say, "See, I have got long hair. I can only wash it at the end of the week, and this and that." Any which way, what do you do? You do attend satsang only twice in a week, and that too sometimes it's shut off, huh? And maybe like that, you know. So, so arrange for that one day at least when you have a head bath or something like that, and then you sit in that place. okay sit in the place if you can achieve padmasana you know padmasana sitting like this cross legged try sitting in a padmasana post okay and no props around please okay otherwise you'll say you know so the yogis were sitting with that thing you know like this so i will also lean like this and sit maybe no props no props okay no <laughs> maybe you will have some two pillows next to you but i will have pillow two pillows on this side and two pillows on this side okay i will prop myself anyway if i fall down asleep i can just fall on the pillows nothing like that sit properly you have to be sitting exactly in the position that you can with your straight back straight all right initially first once twice thrice please sit next to the wall yeah because you need little support later on sit without support may be in the middle of the room okay yeah and does that mean you have to put on the fan the ac yeah you want to see experience badrika ashram you can put the you know ac at minus 18 degrees celsius or something like that maybe badrika ashram will come to you and uh, direct the flow on yourself see what happens okay here people can't experience 25 degrees also 24 degrees is very big problem for them You see, you see, you should see. Everybody is dressed up like you know, yo yo honey singh. <laughs> so this is what it is all about. Dress nicely, very simply. Okay, I mean a simple top and a bottom. Clean yourself thoroughly. Sit in that position. Now, keep a small bowl of water. yeah you can use aquafin also huh? but not the one which you are drinking from because you have touched your mouth 10 20000 times to it i have never seen people drink from top they'll always put the mouth to it and drink sir your mouth germs are going inside the bottle you don't understand that aquafin is becoming aqua impura okay <laughs> so take a little bit of water clean the place where you are sitting and then sit over there all right rid yourself of all the sinful reaction from the site of the sacred alaknanda river now this is very difficult again in a in a house you know wherever you are sitting there is no alaknanda river yes your bathroom may be overflowing that is a different uh, <laughs> water all over the place you know how, how our bathrooms are you know like that so no what i am talking about is alaknanda river alaknanda river is flowing from two locations okay two one is from the head of shiva and from the feet of 
Mahavishnu or Krishna, you can say. So, Shiva's blessings are there and Mahavishnu's blessings are also there. So, waters that I, I told you to take water in a small, okay. Maybe you can use that as a purificatory water. If by chance you have a little Ganga water stored somewhere, you can use that also, okay. So, use that water, sprinkle it around and focus on this entity which is Shiva and Vishnu, both. Focus on them because from their head and feet the river emanates. So, the purity of the mind has to be there. Now, when you try to find out where is all this thing, it is situated in your upper story if it is there. Okay, this portion. Those who have it will understand. There is a brain over there. Okay, and below the brain is the flowing of the river. That means from medulla oblongata down onwards, you know, all our nervous system, how it flows? Like that. Hmm? So, that is the place where you can focus on. Okay. How many of you know where the pineal gland is? So, pineal gland is the origin of that place. Okay. <laughs> it's Alaknanda portion of Ganga also. I did I not tell you that it's it's a portion of the big rivers. Alright. So that is the place where you can focus on. So that means when you close your eyes, maybe and just visualize that there is the feet of the Lord and the head of Shiva from where this river emanates. So the meditation has to be inside over here, right inside. If I have to draw a line, you take a point from here coming out from here, like the front. So, you will find that somewhere in the middle that place is there. So, focus yourself over there. Then what happens is all the sinful reactions that are there. Sinful reactions means all the karmic actions that happen in this world. How, do, how does karma happen? Karma happens when we use our mind in doing a lot of activities. Any kind of activity, whether it is good or bad, it all leads to karma. We say good karma, bad karma, but don't bother your head about it. It is karma. Okay. Just one word will be sufficient. So, when this karma happens, how do you eliminate it? Good and bad karma both should be eliminated. See, if you keep good karma, then you have to be paid back, isn't it? Right? So, imagine you have to be paid back 1 billion. Sir, you are going to take it to Alaknanda over there, 1 billion? No place to keep, no treasury also, right? So, there is no point. It's exactly like that Russian ship which has gone down and the Koreans have found it now. It has got over uh, 300 billion dollars worth of gold in it. How many of you all would like to go there? <laughs> 300 billion dollars of gold inside that ship. It's a Russian ship and which sunk more than 100 years ago. Okay, So, like that. You can't carry the money. So, don't try to carry your good stuff also with you. Okay. Bad stuff though I don't think you should even bother about because if you carry your bad karma with you means 
you know you are going to keep on coming back again and again and again too many return tickets hmm? you cannot cancel those return tickets and re take refund no not allowed unless and until you have got a call from some some other place then you can okay and now h1b is only 3 years one single 3 years everybody be careful <laughs> so before the 3 years are over you have to do something no no return there so coming back to our story again so rid yourself of all sinful reactions that means all the karma have to be eliminated with the sight of this river it happens that when you meditate on the particular juncture you get rid of all these sinful reactions I told you where to meditate upon. I told you inside, no? Inside where? At the base of the head. Hmm? Now, how do you meditate? With pranayama and with meditation both. When you take breath, it enters from here. See, the nostrils and the flow of air is from here and downwards, isn't it? So, when it goes inside, it is entering the air track. There is a place where the air as well as the, you know, the gullet, both these are joined together. From there, the air enters the track, which is trachea, we call it. So, that portion inside, just above that is this sort of a place where you need to focus on. Hmm? And once you do that, you will be rid of all sinful reactions. Pranayama along with meditation focused on this particular place can get rid of a lot of karmas. Not every karma, some karmas. Dress yourself in bark and eat whatever is naturally available in the forest. Don't worry, I will ask all those, you know, H&Ms and Zaras of this world to create bark garments for you. Okay? <laughs> so, designer bark garments. <laughs> bark garments are not available. But today, Bamboo garments are available. You know bamboo? Hmm? Fabrics made out of bamboo are available. Do you know that? Yes. Even your towels and everything can be made of bamboo. Now, don't imagine they are going to give you sticks like this of bamboo and then you are supposed to clean yourself. No, no, no. It is a thread made of bamboo. Please, go Google little bit. Huh? Otherwise, you will think, you know, bamboo thread means... I can see the elephants eating bamboo. Maybe they will take out little, little threads and make. No. It is white. If you bleach it, it becomes white. Right? So, like that, nowadays, natural fibers are also available. So, I am not saying you have to buy natural fiber. Simple clothes. Okay? Simple clothes. Wear them. Yeah, I have seen some yogis. They sit with simple clothes made of silk with no underwear. Sir, that is a very wrong thing to do. Please. I don't know how they can sit in front of the audience with no underwear. You have got a hundred thousand audience in front of you. See, Alaknanda stopped uh, <laughs> performing over there. It dried up for them. So, see, be careful. So, sit in your room properly dressed simply. Okay. And bark garments doesn't mean that maybe Lulu Mom is going to produce or one of those companies. No. You get it in the market, simple place, okay? simple garments. Cotton maybe will do. And eat whatever is naturally available in the forest. 
forest doesn't mean going to departmental store and buying stuff okay well, that is the forest i know all tomatoes these that everything available i'll eat only natural stuff this kind of a reaction which human beings have you know i have to eat you know the moment the word natural gets written natural you see natural what happens the cost of that item shoots up yesterday i was sitting in one store okay a dinchak store like that so i was sitting in that store i had nothing to do so i was just looking around here and there so there was some bottle of honey over there and that honey was 350 rupees for 200 grams see the bees must be overworking no that they, they got to be paid 350 rupees for creating 200 grams i don't understand the kind of pricing that they do okay honey comes from you know fruit the uh, flowers which are there it's collected by these honey bees and then it is whatever honey that we are having today is all artificially created they put that thing inside and create it and if you want to increase the size of the honey you mean you put some little sugar in it dissolve it and keep it then honey becomes big honey right this is kind of honey that is sold in the marketplace so buy good honey <laughs> i hope you understand so these kind of things which say on the word natural natural is written please don't buy because it's a rip off it's it's normally one of the worst things on planet earth that you are doing and it doesn't help anybody i told you na bees no special bees over there the bees poor thing are like mechanized thing natural things means we have simple bazaars you can go and buy stuff which is very naturally available okay all right so do that i was just showing uh, susan the the water which flows you know in the peru uh, region in the villages it is flowing so crystal clear water huh? and people do all kinds of things over there you know wash clothes and do all take water from that it is flowing in one nala what do you call that nala and they collect water from there today we can't do that because our water is not that good so what we need to do is eat stuff which is good all right now today processed food is also good you can't help it everything is processed including the bananas which are coming isn't it you know the bananas which you eat huh? they have already undergone a process they are not straight away coming from the fields wherever they are no they have undergone a process and then they are coming to you otherwise how do you think the banana remains just like that for the next 5 days 6 days i hope you get it hmm? so you have to be careful eat healthy food thus you should remain content and free from desire tolerant of all dualities now all the dangerous stuff starts okay <laughs> because it says good natured self control peaceful i mean these are the qualities which very hard to find so thus you should remain content and free from desires any kind of desire hey don't disturb me 
is also a desire. Would you agree with me? Even the words don't disturb me is also a desire. Somebody says get up from that place. Why should I get up? I have been sitting here for the last 20 years. That's not a permanent place, no? You should get up. So, any kind of desire that is there should not be there in the minds. Whether it is a simple desire of sitting, sleeping, that also we have to remove it out. How do you become desireless over there? Think. How do you become desireless in this kind of places? I added one word over there. Think. In the material world, we think. In Alaknanda place, don't think. You got it? No thinking. Don't think at all. Even if the thought comes, oh, I am getting very hungry. Please don't think. Don't think of biryanis over there. Uh, yum yum biryani is coming from what? Guntur. Guntur biryani is coming. <laughs> so don't think like that. Alright? No thinking. Don't think at all. Right? Then what happens? You will have no desire whatsoever. If you focus your mind on something, on an object, that desire is definitely going to be there. Suppose I take a watch and I focus on the watch. Do you know the desire springs because of that? Can I say that the desire has not come? It has come. It is telling you, now this is the time. You have gotten so many minutes left. See? That's what happens. So, don't focus on that. Right? So, if your mind is thinking about objects around you, you are going to be in a very difficult position. So, don't think like that. Tolerant of all dualities. Dualities are what? I am separate. God is separate. I am separate. This earth is separate. I am sitting in this room. So, room is different. You are different. These are dualities. And all kinds of dualities. Dualities also are something like, I am seeing something and that is not me. Still, the differentiation is there. The mind creates this duality. So, everything is stemming from the one place only called the mind. Hmm? You have to be good natured. What is good nature? You see, now you are sitting in this place, Badrika Ashram, hmm? and one deer passes by. Don't say yum yum at the deer, okay? Because the first thought that will kill deer is not for eating. <laughs> so this idea that your thought gets carried away to some location should not get carried away. So, you have to be good natured. Maybe you can pet the deer, okay? And say, go away. Shoo. But, I just gave an example. Doesn't mean that is what it is. Good natured is, you will find some people coming and taking pictures of you also. Or maybe your wife will, you know, knock on the door and say, you know, where did you keep this? Okay. So, be ready for that also. Don't get irritated. Don't disturb me. No? <laughs> Then you will have problem. And she will come and sit inside the room. Hmm? 
So you have to have good natured. You have to become good nature. Be your good self. Even if there are irritating people around you, see, it so happens that sometimes we cannot find this kind of a place. The children are playing. They are making noise. And imagine you are sitting over there. Badrika ashram, Badrika ashram over there. What happens? (laughs) Don't focus on them. Don't get irritated with them. Because children are there for making noise. They are going to be like that. So don't get upset by their nature. Be good good humored. Okay? Good humored. Self-control. Control yourself. In a couple of things we need to control. Our tongue and our mind. Both these things. And it is a common phenomena for everybody. Nobody is an exception. Everybody has got these two things which are out of hand. Okay? So, the tongue will express and the mind is going to spew venom and talk nonsense. So, don't listen to these two. Keep your mouth shut. Silence is golden. So, this is what you got to do. Self-control. Peaceful. Peacefulness only comes with no thoughts. Correct? Otherwise, if you have thoughts, you know, I have people telling me, Guruji, can I go for potty and come? Sir, you are sitting for meditation. What are you thinking of potty and all that? First go for potty in the morning and then sit for meditation. Otherwise, no, no, no. Yesterday I ate something wrong. No, that is why I have to go. No. First finish and then come. Sit. So, this kind of things, you have to be controlled. Right? Peaceful. Sit peacefully. No disturbance from anywhere. And endowed with transcendental knowledge and realization. Do you know we have come to the end of 11th canto? 11th canto. We are literally one chapter away from finishing this whole book. Can you imagine that? So that means you have gathered so much of knowledge. Right? Start the distillation process. No, start distillation. Sir, I am not talking about that. See, distillation means take out finer nuances of what you have been taught and start implementing them, utilizing them in your life. Application is one thing. You have to apply the knowledge. What is the point in knowledge only being gathered? You know, people do their graduation, post-graduation gathering knowledge, but they don't apply even little bit of it in the material world. And that little bit knowledge has to be applied, isn't it? Get the knowledge, distill it, take out the finer nuances of it and start application. So, this transcendental knowledge has to be used so that you can reach to the state of realization. With fixed attention, meditate constantly upon these instructions I have imparted to you and assimilate their essence. Just now only I did this entire thing. See, fix attention. You got to fix your attention. Focus on an object maybe. Any object. Take any object and focus on that object. By chance you have a small image of Krishna somewhere. Focus on that image. 
Now, can you focus on the entire image or can you focus on one object? It is better to focus at the feet of the Lord, better. Because at least you will have humility. Otherwise, you are going to look eye into eye like this, you know. Well, Krishna, I am looking at you. That That is not good. So, you just focus on his feet, best thing for you to do. Focus yourself on the feet and then fix your yeah, where is that gone? With fixed attention, meditate constantly upon these instructions or these instructions which have been given. Will you remember them? You have to remember these instructions. These instructions are important. What are the instructions if you remember? Do you remember any instructions in this? Even if you remember these four words, good-natured, self-control, peaceful, okay, and free from desire. That is more than enough. At least these instructions you need to remember. So, fix your uh, fixed attention, meditate constantly upon these instructions I have imparted to you and assimilate their essence. Distill their essence from it. Take out the finer nuances of it and use them in your life. Fix your words and thoughts upon me and always endeavor to increase your realization of my transcendental qualities. Fix your words and thoughts. Every word that is uttered from your mouth has to be in praise of the Lord only. Okay? Praising the Lord is important. Not calling Him names. So, the words are important. So, whatever words that escape from your mouth, they have to be very, very good words. Alright? Then, the thoughts. I told you to stop thinking. Correct? Now, turn your thinking on and only think about the Lord. Don't think of anything else. If you think of your neighbor, if you think of some other thing, you, you are finished. Right? So, don't think of anything. Only the Lord. And endeavor to increase your realization of my transcendental qualities. Realization of my transcendental qualities. Realization is what you can reach in the material world. But how do you understand the qualities of the Lord? Can you understand? So, use that knowledge to understand His nature. The way He is. It is not so easy. One lesson in the morning is very difficult. Right? I have to give 20 examples for that one lesson. How is it possible to understand those lessons? I will have to give you 20,000 examples for that thing to be understood. So, you need to do this job. Sit in one place, meditate, blah, 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 everything that I said. Remember it and then do. In this way, you will cross beyond the destinations of the three modes of nature and finally come back to me. So, if you do this, start understanding the nature of the Lord, different, different qualities of His, then what happens? Then you will cross the three modes of nature, that is Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. I told you, you know, Sattva also has to be given up. All the goodness also has to be given up. All the bad qualities also have to be given up. All those desires which stem from the middle, what is that? Rajasic nature. They also have to be given up. All these things when you give up, finally you will come back to me. So he says, in the end, you will come back to me. 
Sukhdev Goswami said thus addressed by Lord Krishna, whose intelligence destroys all the sufferings of material life, Sri Uddhava circumambulated the Lord and then fell down, placing his head upon the Lord's feet. Although Uddhava was free from the influence of material dualities, his heart was breaking. And at this time of departure, he drenched the Lord's lotus feet with his tears. So, Sukhdev Goswami is telling Parikshit, he said that after listening to all these instructions given by Sri Krishna to Uddhava, Uddhava fell at the feet of Sri Krishna. And he fell at the feet even though he was a realized being. By the way, please understand, Uddhava was realized, okay? Not that he wasn't. But to realize the transcendental qualities of the Lord is not possible. And when you have to go away, naturally the tears will flow. When you are in love with the Divine Lord, you are definitely going to feel the separation. So, Uddhava was feeling a lot of heaviness in his heart. So, he clutched at the feet of the Lord and started crying. Greatly fearing separation from him, for whom he felt such indestructible affection, Uddhava was distraught and he could not give up the Lord's company. Finally, feeling great pain, he bowed down to the Lord again and again, placed the slippers of his masters upon his head and departed. So, Uddhava couldn't, you know, move away from the feet of the Lord. He was just clinging to the feet so hard and he kept on crying and crying and crying. He was completely distraught. You see, if you are moving away from your beloved, what happens? You feel, you know, your heart is twisting. And that is exactly what was happening. It was that indestructible affection. He had that tremendous affection for the Lord. And it was with terrible pain. And the Lord had given him instructions. See, always remember, the instructions are very, very important. We have to follow them. It is a temporary disassociation. It's a temporary thing. When you have to go away from the Lord to doing your sadhana, it's like you are going temporarily away from the Lord so that you can meet Him again. See, you understand this whole point? Earlier, you were meeting only His physical body. He was giving you instructions. The instructions were given by the physical body of the Lord. Then you are sent for doing your sadhana. Sadhana is extremely important. It is called practice. And once you do the practice, then you become one with the Lord. Isn't that what he says in the last verse over here? He says, in this way you will cross beyond the destinations of the three modes of nature and finally come back to me. So, when you go and you do your sadhana, you will come back to the Lord. So, he, that is what he says. And that is the reason why it is important to follow the instructions to the letter. So, follow the instructions, do what is necessary, go out, do your sadhana and then once you have achieved your status, you are one with the Lord. So, what did he do? He finally touched his feet time and again, time and again, cried in front of the Lord and when they say placed his slippers upon the head means they touched the feet of the Lord and we consider Krishna's feet as the, I told you just now, no? Alaknanda river flows from there. The entire universe starts at the feet of the Lord. So, we touch the feet of the Lord and we feel 
pleased by doing that. It is out of love that is done. Okay? And feeling finally, feeling great pain, he bowed down to the Lord again and again, placed the slipper of his master upon his head and departed. So he goes away from there. Thereupon, placing the Lord deeply within the heart, the great devotee Uddhava went to Badrikashram. By engaging there in austerities, he attained the Lord's personal abode, which had been described to him by the only friend of the universe, Lord Krishna himself. So, after he had finished touching the feet of the Lord, he goes away from there. He travels all the way to Badrikashram. So, when he comes to Badrikashram, he does exactly what the Lord had told him to do, everything the way it has been described. So, by engaging there in austerities, so he engages himself in austerities. Like I told you, food, you know, all those things which we described in the previous verse, exactly all that. He attained the Lord's personal abode. So, I told you that he is going straight to Goloka, isn't it? So, he attains this state of the divine, you know, heavens that is there. He goes over there which had been described to him by the only friend of the universe. So, Sri Krishna is the only person who can describe this kind of a thing. So, he goes over there. Thus, Lord Krishna, whose lotus feet are served by all the great yoga masters, spoke to his devotee, this nectarian knowledge, which comprises the entire ocean of spiritual bliss. Anyone within this universe who receives this narration with great faith is assured of liberation. So, he says, Sri Krishna had given these instructions to Uddhava. And remember, he is the same master who is served by literally every yogi in the world. Every yogi only serves Sri Krishna, nobody else. So, and this feet of Krishna is bowed down to by all the yogis in the world, even the gods, everybody. So, he had spoken this knowledge and that is the sum total of all the spiritual knowledge that is there in the world. So, please listen to this knowledge and those who have listened to this knowledge, with faith, they will be assured liberation. This is what Krishna says. Krishna is saying, if you have understood this knowledge and if you have assimilated it, applied it in your life, used it for the purpose of liberation, you will attain me. I offer my obeisance to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the original and the greatest of all beings, Lord Sri Krishna. He is the author of the Vedas and just to destroy his devotees' fears of material existence, like a bee he has collected this nectarian essence of all the knowledge and self-realization. Thus he had awarded to me his many devotees this nectar from the ocean of bliss and by his mercy they have drunk it. So, you offer your obeisance to the Lord because whatever that he has said is nothing but the Vedas, the Shastras, everything, the essence of all these things put together. They have all been put together so that you can listen to them and you can use them in your life. So, use this and reach the state of enlightenment. So, after collecting all this, you can yourself reach enlightenment and have all the knowledge in the world. So, once you have achieved this, you will 
be very happy reaching him in his destination. What is the destination? We are talking about Goloka. Thus, he is awarded. This has been awarded. This whatever knowledge has been given to only a few devotees of Krishna. And if you are one of them who has achieved this, you know, has been able to listen to this and assimilate it and apply it in your life, then you are sure to reach the state of enlightenment by his mercy alone. Thus ends the purport of the humble servants and 29th chapter entitled Bhakti Yoga. So we have come to the end of this chapter. So we will do the next chapter the next time. Alright. So I will stop over here and I will scare. Have a very good day. Bye.